Hey everybody, welcome back to episode three, Real Time JC, Real Time Jesus with me, Stephanie. Welcome to my quiet time space here. It's in my bedroom here in Surprise, Arizona, and so glad that you're joining us today. And if you are just joining us, you have not missed much. This is only episode three, so you are in it on the ground floor, and God wants you to know today that you are loved that he has so much for you and he has destined so much for you. And today we are actually diving into what divides you. What divides you? What is causing you, whether it be a circumstance, a situation, culture around you, um, work culture, uh, friend culture, neighborhood culture, um, maybe it's family, What, what is causing you hindering you from going into a deeper relationship with Christ and even more so his plan for you, your purpose. What is hindering you from stepping into your purpose? So many of us, I I would say, who are Christ followers don't even know what our purpose is. And so we're going to dig a little bit into that today, not a deep dive, but just touch on some of the things. So Hosea, a book in the Bible in the Old Testament that is incredible. Hosea was one of the minor prophets, not minor in that, oh, he's a little bitty prophet. He only has a little bit to say. No, no, no. Just um, He just has a smaller book and he's amazing. He's amazing. In fact, God called Hosea to marry a woman who was a prostitute. He married her. She actually left him for another man and then uh, came back and had children. And, and, and so it was a representation of God's love for us, but also for God's love for Israel. So back in the day and age, Israel, this is after they came into the promised land, they had started to settle down and Israel was divided into tribes. And so there's several different tribes and they're living in different areas within this land. And some of them were actually living outside of the land, which wasn't where God God wanted them to be, but they stepped outside of that promise. Um, but fast forward a little bit into, into Israel. Israel had started to really fall away from God. They started to build other altars around the land and even... Um, several of the priests that were hired in that time were not like really priests. They didn't really know who God was. They they didn't have the they had knowledge of God, but they didn't know Him, and so they were just um, piggybacking on to the culture of the time, and they were even um, allowing and encouraging their wives and daughters to be a part of prostitution. And and, and so it was just a terrible, terrible time where they really fell away from God. And so, you know, if you think about it, they were God's chosen people falling away from God. And so all of Hosea is is basically talking about them falling away from God and, and and Hosea um, working through his own relationship with his wife, but also working through what Israel's doing um, to God, in effect, turning their back on him. And then God disciplining and then loving, loving Israel back to him. And so 
all along, you you know, if you look at that and you look at just the first couple of chapters, it would be like, oh gosh, God, he doesn't seem like a loving God at all. But then as you continue to see how it all points to his love. And at the end of Hosea, you're like, wow, God is absolutely amazing. In fact, every single story in the Old Testament points to God, points to Jesus and his death and resurrection and his love for us. And so can you even imagine how God felt during that time to see his chosen people turning his back from him? And so you know, I, I can't even imagine what that would have felt. It, it's like, you know, he calls his church his bride. So imagine his bride, the one that has been prepared for him, turning his back, leaving him. It, it, it just, I can't even imagine what that would have felt like. And all he wanted them to know was his love and his power, his protection, his provision, just all of those things. And so I wanted to ask you what divides you? What caused Israel to become so divided? And so to dig into that, I would I would suggest you read Hosea. And but I wanted to ask you, because it, it, one little compromise, one little compromise after another caused Israel to, to become divided in essence. I mean, like that's, that is like in a nutshell. But if you want to dig in deeper, go read Hosea. But for us, it's like one little compromise after another, one, th- one thought process that's going down the wrong road um, into negativity, into a couple of different things, like maybe fear, um, maybe not feeling like you're enough, maybe it's guilt, maybe it's shame, rejection, all of those things cause us, causes us to have a divide. And so I wanted to ask you, what divides you? Maybe you write it down. Maybe you just take a minute um, today with God and like really pray and process what's dividing you. And here's some of the things that have divided me. Fear of not having enough. Fear of not having enough. Okay. Is that truth? No, it's not truth. It's it's absolutely a lie. And why is that? Because in Philippians 4.19, it says, And my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Okay, lie number one. Fear, lie number two, fear of not being enough. So I go to 2 Corinthians 12.19 because God always combats lies of the enemy with his truth in the Bible. So that is 2 Corinthians 12, if you're following along, 9 through 10. Okay. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. And that is why, for Christ's sake, that I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Oh my gosh, I'm enough through Christ because Christ makes me strong. Christ makes you strong through your weaknesses. We were not created to be perfect because he is made, we are made perfect through him. So again, like, okay, uh, that division, 
gone. Maybe now let's talk about you. Maybe they're like holding on to shame. Let's go find one because a lot of people hold on to shame from from past things that they've done. Maybe before they were a Christ follower. Maybe as they were a Christ follower and beyond. Um, maybe compromise it. So okay, shame. Hebrews twelve two. Let's go to that. I've got my little got my little thingies on here. Like do do. So I can go here really quickly. So Hebrews twelve two. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Scorning his shame. We are not meant to carry shame. That is a lie from the enemy, and it's dividing you. It's dividing me. It's dividing us in, from entering into our purpose, into a deeper relationship with Christ. So from my devotional book today, here is a quote. Greater deliverance comes as you enter his presence. Everything that doesn't reflect his glory will fall to the ground like lifeless leaves. And I think that's a perfect illustration of, of autumn and all of the beautiful, colorful leaves. They fall to the, the ground and they shrivel up and they die. And that is exactly what all of that stuff that divides us will begin to do as we're entering into the presence of God. And what is so cool is that we get to talk about what that looks like in our next episode, episode four. So remember today that everything in your life, if you are following Christ, even before you follow Christ, God will use that to bring other people into his presence. He will be glorified through your story. Is he glorified through perfection? Well, he is perfection. We are not perfection. And so that's a deeper thought too. So let's dig into that later as well. But everything points to him. The Israelites, the Israelites and all of their their compromise and like they severely compromised. Like they went down dark paths. Did that point to Jesus? Yes, it did. Does the sin of your past, the compromises of your past, of maybe what you're walking through right now point to Jesus? Are the situations that you are going through that are really hard, do they point to Jesus? Absolutely, yes. Absolutely, yes. So he uses them all for his glory. All right. So the verse for today is Psalm 128, 1 through 4, and then I'm going to let you guys go. Blessed are all who fear the Lord, who walk in his ways. You will eat the fruit of your labor. Blessings and prosperity will be yours. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine <laughs> within your house. Your sons will be like olive shoots around your table. Thus is the man blessed who fears the Lord. So ah, I'm praying for you today. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you next time. If you haven't already subscribed, subscribe, hit the subscribe button, and um, follow follow Real Time Jesus on YouTube. Also, you can go to Facebook and Instagram at Stephanic Steph and follow me there for for more um, encouraging content. So, see you later. Thanks, guys. Bye.